Hey, this is Susie, the Life Coach. Welcome to a podcast to help you learn how to have a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Learning how to embrace ourselves first is the key that unlocks our full potential. Follow along for weekly tips and strategies curated to help you connect back to your true essence, heal the relationship with yourself, and ultimately live it all better. Susie, the Life Coach, and welcome to episode 10 of the Live It All Better podcast. Today's episode is titled, Ending the Blame Game. So I have uh, a lot of thoughts, feelings, and emotions around this uh, blaming outwards for our life experience. So I was a blamer for probably most of my life, and by blamer, I mean... I was not taking personal accountability for the way I experienced my life and I spent most of my life blaming other people, blaming situations, blaming the world. I mean, if I could find someone to blame or something to blame, I did everything. I did everything in my power to, and this was all on the subconscious level, to Um, put the responsibility elsewhere rather than looking at myself and looking at my hand in things and even remotely entertaining the possibility that something could be going awry because of me and because of my energy and because of the way I was moving through the world. So I'm quite passionate about um, ending blame and becoming personally accountable for our life experience and how incredibly empowering this shift is once there is awareness around it and once you start moving through your life with this um, veil lifted that life is happening to you and you recognize that life is happening for you and how incredibly powerful you are in shaping your life experience and and each moment moment by moment in your life so i really would have to say that level one of the awakening process the entry level of beginning a healing journey is becoming personally accountable for the way that you experience your life and it takes a lot to get to this point it takes a long time a lot of hardship, a lot of frustration, a lot of sitting in stagnant energy before you get to a point where you just don't want to live that way anymore and something kind of breaks or cracks or shifts or there's like a little opening where suddenly you're able to maybe hold, albeit a foggy mirror, up to yourself and see yourself in the way you may have shaped your life experience. So a fundamental marker of emotional maturity, in my opinion, is the ability to look at our own hand in our life experience. And this emotional maturity is a slow build. 
a very, very slow build and it always begins in awareness. And this awareness takes a very long time to um, rear its head. So as long as someone is blaming outward, they are still very much living in the ego. And from the ego, with no capacity or a very limited capacity to look at themselves and their own behavior. So the ego is still doing most of the work, right? And, and the ego's job really is to protect us. So, you know, in childhood, so many of us were in survival mode, emotionally or physically. And the ego um, firmly took its hold to protect us right? So when we respond from a place of um, frustration, blaming outwards, it's to protect ourselves. So thank you, ego. I can, I can say thank you to my ego for doing its job. But now with new awareness, and as I continue to evolve and expand, I'm able to stand aside from the ego, pull, pull back just just enough to be able to witness it and then pause before I react. And this again comes with emotional maturity and with the ability to finally look at ourselves and how we shape each experience in our lives. So, I mean, I already mentioned that I was one of those people, right? Um, blaming outwards all the time, a very, very dense ego. And now that I have kind of shifted out of that and I have taken full responsibility for my life experience in probably every context of my life, not certainly not perfectly. And there still are times when I will react from the ego or the ego is, you know, primed and ready to go. And maybe I'm not as strong emotionally or physically to catch it right away. But I, I would say that I'm no longer living from that egoic place, but I live with quite a few people in my periphery that have dense egos and are still very much living from the ego where anything that goes wrong, immediately it's someone else's fault and immediately it's the, you know, the circumstance that's to blame and they have... I'm going to say zero, very, very limited ability to look at themselves. And for the person that's operating from the ego, who's blaming outwards all the time, it kind of feels empowering, right? They, and I speak for myself and, and you know, perhaps the, the people closest uh, to me that are still living this way, is that they feel powerful in that moment, right? It, it makes us feel good for a very brief moment when you're, you're blaming someone else, right? It's their fault for doing this to us. I mean, it does puff up the ego. The ego feels good. It feels strong. It, it is, it's protecting us by, by putting the onus on someone else. And, you know, putting someone else down makes us, makes us feel better in that moment. Makes the person, you know, who's operating from the ego, makes them feel better for a brief moment. Again, it's all subconscious. But as we grow, we come to see how this is self-serving. It's actually self-serving and very self-absorbed to blame outwards. If we're going to go up a level, I'm going to take it a little deeper. Blaming outwards 
really um, shows a lack of compassion and empathy for others. It it um, points to how self-absorbed we are and that the world is against me, right? So if you have removed yourself from um, it, sorry, stumbling on my words here, but if you are blaming outwards, you have essentially removed yourself from the rest of humanity, right? It's like, they are doing this to me. So, you know, you're not doing anything wrong. You are, you know, you're doing everything right. And, and things, the bad things are just happening to you and people are just doing bad things to you. But this removes you from the human experience, right? The other person's making you feel uncomfortable. They aren't treating you right. They've got it wrong. They are inconveniencing you. It's never you. It's always them. I mean, that's virtually impossible. That would mean that, you know, you're, you're walking through life doing things perfectly and anything that goes wrong, well, the world's against you. No, that's not the way it works. So in essence, blaming outwards couldn't be more disempowering. Um, this self-centeredness of blaming outwards all the time, it, it shows that you are unevolved. Let's, let's look at a toddler as an example, okay? A toddler doesn't have the capacity to see their hand in a situation. So if you ever witness a, a toddler, you know, the terrible twos, a three-year-old, when something bad happens to them, they cry, they just, they, they tantrum, they point outwards, you know, no, they, they did this to me, or this, I don't like that, or this made me uncomfortable. They might not use those words, but you'll see them crying and pointing outwards. They often will physically point outwards. They can't see their own hand in it. They, they can't see that, you know, it was either jealousy or fear or, you know, whatever emotion allowed them to, you know, get into that situation where there was a conflict or a struggle. So, I mean, a toddler doesn't have the capacity to recognize that. So an unevolved human that's constantly blaming outwards is much like a toddler, lacking emotional maturity. And, I, and I'm not saying this to bash anybody. I'm just trying to shed light on this whole blaming outwards and how the ego is involved and how as we awaken, we shift into a different um, way of moving through the world. Um, okay, so as we awaken and as we become more conscious, personal accountability becomes uh, kind of the header of how we move through struggle and conflict, right? We can start asking ourselves, what has my hand been in the situation? How have I contributed to the situation? What what was my energy like when I was communicating? Um, how did I come across, right? What was the intention behind what I said or what I did? And, and that truly is everything, right? If your intention was pure and it came from a place of kindness for the all of good of everything, then um, that's not self-serving, right? So that's just much less struggle that way. Uh, what was my body saying, right? Did did what my was my physical um, body language in was it congruent with my words, or was I saying one thing but my body language was saying something else? And then 
you know, vulnerability also plays a huge part in this uh, awakening and becoming more conscious and aware of our behaviors. So when we are able to be vulnerable and authentic and open to growth, we're more able to apologize, right? So when we can look at our behavior and we become more personally accountable, we can apologize to someone and say, I'm so sorry, you know, I, I was coming from a place of whatever, or I, I didn't mean that that wasn't my intention. Um, maybe I was, I don't know, tired or I was irritated or I was projecting, whatever it be. And, and you can commit to doing things differently. And you can tell the person that you're committing to doing things differently. So as you build your self-love, you are also able to become more vulnerable and more authentic and you can own all of your behaviors. So this is also a beautiful process and we appreciate seeing that in others. Um, and they definitely appreciate seeing that from us. As we awaken, we are also more capable of listening to others without judgment because we don't want to be judged. So we really become more open to, I guess kind of like the golden rule, right? Um, not treating others the way we don't want to be treated. So we don't want to be blamed. We don't want to be yelled at. We don't want to be, um, you know, spoken to in a condescending tone. So we, we tend to recognize that we, we can't do that to others either. We want to have a harmonious existence. And this connects us more to the humanness of everyone, right? We are part of humanity. It's not us against them, but rather we are all human. We are all living a human experience. We are all trying to get through this life as best as possible. We all have struggle. We all have conflict. So this is the natural, the natural evolution, the natural consequence of all of that awareness is that we stop blaming. We just stop. That's not our go-to anymore. We become more compassionate, empathetic. We see the humanness in ourselves and in others, right? And the more we build our self-love, the more we are able to forgive ourselves, understand ourselves, be empathetic with ourselves and compassionate with ourselves. And the more we do that, the more we can offer that to others, right? We are able now to pause before responding we're able to meet people with the same energy that we would like to be met, right? We're not operating from an egoic place anymore, but we're operating from a place of conscious intention. We are able to witness our ego. We're able to pause and catch ourselves before we respond. And so being um, someone who doesn't blame outwards when something goes wrong is actually the most empowering move. It is the most empowering way to be, right? We're no longer blaming other people for how we feel. We're taking our power back. We know who and how we want to be. And we operate from that place, an empowered place, a place of certainty. And this stops the blame game. It just stops it in its tracks. We take our power back. We feel confident enough to be vulnerable, to own our behaviors. We recognize that life is happening for us, not to us. We recognize that we always have a choice in how we respond to things. And um, it's, a, it's a much more peaceful 
empowered way of moving through the world. You feel less threatened, you feel less accosted, you are less on alert, you feel less defensive. These things all are natural uh, consequences and beautiful side effects of the awakening process, the becoming conscious, the building up the self-love, the um, self-awareness, the embracing of the self. It's just a beautiful process. So the more that we embrace ourselves and the more we can see how we experience our precious lives all begins and ends with us, the more we enjoy our life experience. And that's just how it be, my friends. So I hope that I shed some light on where this uh, blaming behavior comes from, what it is a result of, how we can start to circumvent you know, this behavior, how we can begin to interrupt this pattern of blaming outwards and putting ourselves in the center of how we experience our lives um, and, and being very empowered, taking control, taking our power back. Here's hoping that you got something from today's podcast that will allow you to live it all better. And I invite you to keep holding your own well being and happiness in the highest regard. Talk soon.